<laughs> okay. You're kind of like being that person that's like, oh my God, I'm having so much fun and you're not. You're kind of being her. <laughs> okay. And if I was on nightmare rotation this week, I would it. put her and my fucking... Well, I didn't say you, but I said her. Okay. And if you're acting like her, then that's, I mean, that's a decision you made Well, you know what would be on my dream rotation this week? Me? Esperanza dressing. Oh, because you probably had it. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, hello and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline, and today we are recapping Season 3, Episode 12 of Pretty Little Liars, called The Lady Killer. And Phoebe just informed me that this was a mid-season finale. It was. It was the summer finale, no less. We love when they do that. Oh my goodness. We love that. It's such a crazy up. This uh, I <laughs> love that they do it so that it can then pick up at the beginning of the school year so it's always fucking fall. That's perfect. They do it intentionally. That must be why they sure. do it. Um, if anybody For hears any sure. background noise on my recording, I'm currently, I heard that I'm in Georgia. I'm at the lake in Georgia and my aunt, my uncle and my mom are in the pool where we're recording. All right. Jungle fever? What is he saying? Nothing. Anyway, how are you? Nothing. Phoebe's just gatekeeping all of the fun family memes that are happening. Just so you guys know, she keeps being like, oh my God, they're just, uh, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just evil. Um, how am I? I'm okay. You're okay. I'm in kind of a bad mood just because of, just because it's only Tuesday and that was tough because it was waking Tuesday? up this morning yeah waking up and realizing it's only tuesday oh, okay. and i feel like it should be at least thursday mm-hmm. kind of hurts um so that sucked there's just a lot going on but <laughs> what's going on with you <laughs> i've been at the lake for the last four days it's been a blast it's been very good yeah this house is wonderful. The lake is when we went on a boat called Aria on Saturday. That was funny. I like didn't realize it until we literally pulled back into the dock that it was called Aria. And that's what, when I put it on the story that that, that was wow. there. We were there for my mom's birthday and we had a blast. Aww. We had a lot of fun. We got in the really lake. Fun. We got in the lake and swam. And here's the thing about a lake is that there's no salt in it. Yeah. So it's not as buoyant. Oh, so you... Caroline, well, I can't imagine Caroline, that you was an issue you for you. thriving. You're such a strong swimmer. I am an incredibly strong swimmer. But and what I, just so you know, when I had that treading water contest I, know. I you told were in you a lake. about... You were in a lake. It, it was in a lake. But here's the thing. Like, we... It was... I was surprised. I think we all were. Except for maybe Kathleen, who was a literal professional swimmer. But we, <laughs> we were... I was trying to swim back to the boat, and it's like I was not moving even a little bit. Oh my god! So you're a really weak. Swimmer. I guess so. was Kathleen just absolutely roasting you? No, cause she was also like, "Whoa!" Like she understood it a little bit more, like scientifically, why it was harder. Uh, 
I'm sure since she literally swam the English <laughs> Channel. Yes, which she which understood. Don't it worry, a when we better. were in line to get onto the boat, G Daddy told the people that were helping us get onto the boat about Kathleen. Good. They said, That's so they cute. They said, Oh, yes, she was the 34th woman in the world in history ever oh, to swim the English that's Channel. That's so cute. He's so pure. That's, he is, mom said it best. She was like, He is everybody's cheerleader and like biggest fan. And like, that is just so true about our grandpa. He is. Like anytime someone like makes the honor roll or like does something he thinks is cool, he sends like an email blast. He sends an email to the whole family. Extended or not? And <laughs> yes, and it's like full of whatever. I have to tell you about Emmeline winning her basketball game <laughs> or like Bridie made the yeah. honor roll, whatever it is. And then he signs it, much love and admiration, G Daddy and K. Even though we know G Daddy wrote yes. it. And then the sunglasses emoji. Wait, want to hear something crazy? Okay. So Kitty made a group message. We call one of our aunts Aunt Kitty because her name is Catherine. So Aunt Kitty made a group message when she left here, the lake, and went home. And she included G-Daddy, KK, like everybody that was here in it, including KK, Mm -hmm. who doesn't use her phone. We know this to be true. Yeah. All of a sudden, we're all sitting on the porch here, and I get a notification KK loved this message. Okay, well, there are a couple things fishy here. Number one, she certainly didn't love it. Number (laughs) two, she didn't even see it because she doesn't have a phone, essentially. And number three, she doesn't know how to love it. That's what I'm saying. Want to hear something even crazier? What? Then she actually typed out a response. What did she say? KK said... It was wonderful weekend, exclamation point. I enjoyed every moment, hyphen, <laughs> relaxing, eating, and talking. Heart emoji. Oh. And then, the only text she's ever and sent. And then mom said, mom, has someone kidnapped you? To which Kitty <laughs> responded to mom separately. <laughs> and said, Outside of the group And chat? said, Georgia, I'm not sure why Kay would say this. Why would she think someone kidnapped me? <laughs> Lighthead <laughs> from laughing so hard. <laughs> Gee, why would Kay say this? Why would she think someone would get at me? The the levels of comedy to this, like the first being that just like KK responded. They at all. don't know how to use the phone. Yeah, it starts with that, but it certainly doesn't end with that. It just gets funnier and funnier. And her texting mom, choosing to text the person that sent the text. But she doesn't know that that person sent that text. So why did she text mom? She could have chose anyone. (laughs) She could have texted anyone in that group chat. She could have texted her brother, G-Daddy, KK's husband, and said, do you guys think I'm kidnapped? But no, she texted our mom, having no idea our mom sent that text. So what did mom say? I think she said, no, 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 no. I sent that message. We were just surprised. And the kitty's like, Carrie was kidnapped? We have to get there now. (laughs) Well, KK went shopping and got Kitty a present. And it said, Mm -hmm. it was like a little sign that said, you're the person everybody wishes they had as a friend. Oh, my God. Oh, that one hurts. And that's so true. Guys, everybody that meets Aunt Kitty adores her like it's like she remembers everybody she's like the great equalizer you know like you could like have beef with everybody in a room but she doesn't have beef with anyone in that room and so you're like okay well we all agree on one thing 
and it's that she's the bomb. She's perfect. You know, like that's w- at, if nothing else, we can all agree on that. So we always have something to talk about, you know? Exactly. That's really 100%. beautiful. We love you, Aunt Kitty. Um, we have a lot to discuss, but I want to propose something to you because, um, so, okay, if you're listening to this episode on Thursday, July 14th, then it is also the day of the Titanic episode, which have you listened to it at all? So you have two episodes to edit tomorrow. Yeah. That'll be fun because I have no idea what Steven's and mine is going to be like <laughs> at all. I know. I'm excited. You can't. I'm, ex- he was I'm really a, excited to listen to it. He was really nervous to do it. I'm sure it'll be great. I mean, you feel that way all the time. And I was also listening to Las Culturistas again, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to an episode they did with Pat Regan. And he just like in the middle of all three of them having a conversation goes, I'm really, I'm really feeling unconfident in the direction of this episode. Like, I'm not really sure how it's going. <laughs> and, and Matt and Bowen were like, uh, wait, can you repeat okay. what you just said? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> One of our listeners sent us a message and I was reading it. Pat like paused and he was like, I'm feeling really unconfident in the direction of where this episode is going. Can I, I just like, I'm not feeling good about like where we're at. Oh, which is what you do all oh, the time. I know, I know. And then the episode's like the funniest, like I was laughing the entire way up until him saying that and then the entire time afterwards. So it's like. Well, Kat and Pat do it all the time too. They're like, oh, we're not being funny, yeah. we're not being funny. No, it's real though. I get stage fright. And Whatever. I also realized that I don't necessarily think it's the quality of Pat's microphone. I, I just think it's his voice. No, because Kat sounds like shit too. And Kat has an insanely beautiful speaking voice. No, I know, but I was noticing it on Las Culturistas when I know that all three of them are in the studio oh. using really high-quality microphones, oh. and Pat still sounds weird. But I also feel like they're purposely not enunciating, and they are, like, moving their bodies the whole time. Yeah, and Pat's always like... <laughs> yeah, yeah gets, Pat's doing whatever that is. Pat's doing that. Um, so I'm wearing that. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Anyway, I do always feel like that. That is true. What's that thing that, that what's that thing that, what do you call it when you like shave your legs really fast and you're bleeding everywhere? <laughs> I was doing that. that. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, so fuck, what was I even well oh, the Titanic episode. Okay, so the Titanic episode is out on the Patreon for um the Dream Rotation and Honorary Connell sisters. So if you are um not yet a member of the Patreon and you would like to join and you'd like to hear us discuss the Titanic, we really are talking about it, you guys. Like we're talking about we begin with some games. So like I made Steven describe like the difference between a Titanic kid and a Pompeii kid. Like what are the fundamental differences there? And we had a kind of an interesting discussion about After that. After this episode, you guys might want Steven to be the, the co-host. <laughs> Steven and I also talk about how we've had two failed podcasts. Because um, Steven is really funny. They're not failed, but they are two podcasts that we really wanted to do. And we never did. So this was like really fun. And I definitely think if you guys, if you guys like it, we'll have them back on. But um. Maybe he'll be like a front of the pod who is a correspondent for historical things. I don't know. But yeah, so, and then I named celebrities and I was like, Titanic kid or Pompeii kid and explain why. So that was very enlightening, a good discussion. And we kind of talked about like what got us into it. And then we go through like the whole history of the Titanic. But you know, we like include the tea and there was tea bitch i was blown away by some of the things i learned when i was watching documentaries and doing research because i did research for this episode um something phoebe literally couldn't imagine if she tried 
Anyway, so there's Hey, I've been I've been get accumulating a lot of research about Gaylor, let me tell you. And oh, the Speak I'm No Vault fe- songs the speaks the Speak No Vault songs are they're telling. A punch. They're telling. <laughs> let me just tell hey, you Taylor? I can see hey, you. I can see you, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, we can all see you, okay? Um Okay, so yeah, I want to um have Phoebe do like a full Gaylor episode where she because she's the expert on it like she knows all these little details that I don't know and um and here's what I'm realizing is like I like think that I know a lot I think, I think that, that I you know a lot I am pretty pretty well informed but there are people and then I dig a little bit deeper and I'm like wait like this this stuff about the, the people the person that people think mm-hmm. I can see you is about I had no idea that this person existed and people have been like into it for since it yeah whatever layer of like swifty you think you are there's always 10 levels at least that are way more into it than you and you can be pretty into it and that can still be true anyway if he was going to do a whole episode on that but we've got the titanic episode talk about the movie do it all. Um, that has come out today. Um, and then next week is a podcast episode or a recap. I can't remember. But I think we need to save our Barbie discussion for next week's podcast episode. I'm not going to. We got a few like Barbie mentions in the questions when I asked what people wanted us to talk about. So we're just going to not. Let me just talk yeah. about it then. Um, okay. Some other things that people asked us pretty funny so someone wants to know our thoughts on the vault songs phoebe just kind of gave you a little taste i really like i can see you it sounds like perfect (laughs) yeah what do we think of the music video i get it but i'm like i think that she could have done that to literally any song that was a vault song. <laughs> that's like, what i don't saying. think it needed to be i can see you Wha- she chose i can see you because she knew we would stay up till midnight to watch because we're like is it a sex tape like what else could it be <laughs> also like hey that's what i'm saying if if i wanted the i can see you music video to be yes that. yeah <laughs> i was like what been. is this about to be i wanted to see well, you literally up against a wall taylor that. she knew we would <laughs> think that yeah that's what it's i in was the lyrics i'm not insane for thinking that's what it would be see. and um i was tricked i was duped i was bested again by taylor allison swift when i heard that for the first time my my jaw dropped oh yeah well it was like oh this is this is dress's sister that was kept yes. inside a house until she was 18 that was silence mm-hmm. were that you silent or were you silenced? silenced taylor was silent she was silenced and i saw a tiktok I today that was this is bianca stratford and 10 things i hate about you she's there but she's being silenced oh my god that's slay that's slay slay and um i saw tiktok today that was this guy walking through trader joe's with his headphones on and he said i can see you add sexual tension to any given moment in your <laughs> life doesn't matter what you're doing i'm walking through trader joe's okay, right but now and what's like, listening not to sexual this? about walking through trader joe's because i've never in my well, life been more was desired like than when i'm in a trader <laughs> joe's and the employees want to tell me how beautiful my eyes are he was like, I'm listening to this and expecting the store manager to tell me to come to the back with him. <laughs> that like what wouldn't I, shock me. If they come to the back, we have a whole room of things I want to show you. And you go back and it's just like every kind of hummus. So like, take one of each, your family. And then they try to kiss you in the lips because they're like, you're so beautiful. And they're like, I respect you deeply. Like that's kind of like the vibe. Yeah. Other than so that just that wasn't a good example song. for him. 
I like haven't like I listened to Castles Crumbling a couple times. Timeless yeah. I've listened to a few times. The Foolish one, I won't I refuse to listen to more than once. So <laughs> screw you, Taylor Swift, for writing that. It's pretty messed up and pretty targeted, I think. When um, Emma falls in love, I don't I'm like scratching my head. <laughs> well, I know because you said one thing to me, but then I'm like, apparently it's about like her bestie Emma Stone. News to me they well, were we besties. Knew it was a, we knew it was about Emma Stone from the beginning. Okay, I didn't. I don't think any of us, by the way, knew that. I think we. Yes, we did. Everybody's talking about it. it. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's true. Again, <laughs> Phoebe sources. Everyone was talking <laughs> about it. So any. That's why we don't have Phoebe doing the historical. Um, podcast episodes because she doesn't cite her sources and when she does it's everyone's talking about it who the <laughs> fuck is everybody you just said you were at a lake in georgia for the past four days with just your mom and your aunt and your uncle everyone's talking about it i do have three things to say about when emma falls in love no way one <laughs> people when we when we first got this and we thought it was about emma stone we were like surely this is about her and andrew garfield the timelines don't don't match up so mm-hmm. do you know who this song's actually about who? Kieran Culkin. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Can you explain this to me? They were in a movie together and then they dated after it. But it was at this, when Taylor wrote this song, that's what was happening. Wow. She wasn't with Andrew Garfield yet. I don't even think I knew Emma Stone and Kieran Culkin dated. I love Kieran Culkin. There's like a picture of them, I think, at a Taylor Swift show together. <gasps> But this is back when he like had like his long greasy hair. Ugh, ugh. I but, love him. Um, yeah, I I don't. If my best friend wrote this song about me, I'm scratching my head. <laughs> Would you be scratching your head more than Abigail was when Taylor told everybody she's a slut? I think I'd be scratching my head for different reasons. <laughs> I think if my best friend released 15, I would be like, hey, like, that wasn't cool. <laughs> hey, hey, why'd you do that? <laughs> hey, my mom listens to your music. She's hey, like, that's really proud of you. <laughs> hey, that song went number one. <laughs> Not really cool of you to do. <laughs> hey, it's been over 10 years and you're still singing it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> anyway, um, how did you feel about the music? I thought it was... I loved watching the video of the of the concert when mm-hmm. they re- when like they're filming it and they get the crowd's reaction to Taylor Lautner being yeah. in it. I think I think it was cool and I think it's cool that she and Taylor Lautner are like so tight. Like but you wanna know what's hilarious to me in my brain is that they're actually they were not speaking. They probably did end pretty bad and they weren't speaking until speak now tv started circulating like that it was coming and everyone was like oh like taylor honor john mayer and everyone was like oh taylor honor doesn't need to be worried so then he posted that thing because he knows that she was the bad guy in that relationship so like what could she say really about him and then that prompted them to reconnect so i don't it's like they're playing that they've been cool this whole time i don't really think so i don't think so either I think he just is married um, now and like he's willing to be over it because it is a really good moment for him because he's been pretty under the radar. Yeah. And and I I do. I do just want to say that like I it's at this moment again where I'm like just tired of the narrative that she's such a bad ex and like she's crazy and vindictive and all this stuff because she's cool with more of her exers than she's not. Yeah. That's a good point. 
Like, there are only, like, three exes that, re- like, Calvin Harris, Jake Gyllenhaal, and John Mayer are her three. And now Joe Alwyn. Yeah. Those are her worst exes. Everybody yeah. else is, like, chill with her. Yes, that's true. That's a good so point. So maybe it's not a Taylor Swift problem. Maybe let's reevaluate. And also, like, I'm sorry, if you look at any girl's fucking dating history from 18 on, it's going to look basically just like Taylor Swift's, except that's for she's I not dating say. rich, famous people. Like That's like what that's what I always say to dad when he, like, tries yeah, to say shit like, like that. I'm like, no. If, I mean, if you, it's it's normal. That's how ev- it is for everybody. Yeah, literally. If you if you were to look, she's at just under a microscope. Yeah, exactly. And people just are looking for reasons to not like her. And anyway, um, okay. What else next, do we have to talk about? Next question is: Does the weekend give off ick vibes or no? Absolutely, he yeah. does. And yeah. I kind of got the ick from him. This is crazy. Before the idol. Me too. And everyone that's, like, obsessed with him, like, I like some of his music, but I was kind of like, I don't really get it. And I really, when he sings live, it makes me, my skin crawl because of his vibrato. I really liked his stuff before, like, Blinding Lights. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, when he was, like, when he came up around the same time as Lana Del Rey, Fire, yeah. Slay, doing great stuff. And then his well, first album was great. when he first came out, great. no one was doing what he was doing, honestly. Like, it was a different sound. Exactly. It was so different. And mm-hmm. then but now, now everything sounds weird. The same. Yeah. And everything that we're learning about, about the idol, is just, like, really not not no. playing out well for him. I want to know who who made the creative decision that Tedris was going to have a fucking rat tail. Because whoever made that decision isn't a safe person for me to be around. Yeah. I <laughs> didn't keep watch. I... I actually I didn't watch any of it. I only watched episode one, and I never picked it back up. And it looks like it got canceled early. But so. I did. I did see a scene from it where mm-hmm. Troy Sivan has to wear like a shock collar. Oh and my god! I they didn't like see this. torture. It's like torture porn, basically, for like ten minutes. Ew! Like so I like. No hey, sorry. I have no interest. That. No interest in this show. Literally, now. I it's actually did consider picking it back up and watching just because I kind of wanted, like, you know, to know like what exactly. Yeah, I just want to see what's going on. So I actually was going to and then anthony was out of town last week and i was like actually like it makes me so uncomfortable like i don't want to like be in the house alone after i watch it and now that we know and i watched one episode like we've gotten those pictures of like what it's supposed to be like and it's like if we had made this into a really like almost like britney spears like mockumentary or whatever yes well you guys like well you know phoebe's dying for that but i don't know if you've seen I, i think i put it in the note but it did come out that like they basically filmed the entire series with this female director and Mm -hmm. there was like a little girl in it and the little girl's mom posted pictures of the little girl with Lily Rose Depp and from the whole process and blah, blah. And was like, we're so devastated. Like they're not doing it. It went in this different direction. And now learning that like, this is what it was going to be. And it was so like Ashley. O, like, was mm-hmm. Ashley I? could have no, been that. So, like, pop star coded and, like, the neons, like, teeny bopper pop star, but, like, what it would have been would have been really interesting to see because it wasn't going to be, like, a kid's show, but it was going to be very nostalgic in that way. And then to think that, like, this poor woman and this poor little girl and all these people who worked so hard on an entire fucking season mm-hmm. just because... They thought it was too much of a female's vision. Okay. Okay. How are we not more mad about that? That that was said. I agree. <laughs> like, I'm with you. It's about a woman, is it not? 
is the idol crazy. not about Lily Rose Depp? Jocelyn? Okay, then why the fuck would it not be directed with a female's perspective? Because it's, it's just so gross. predatory because it's filmed. The weekend one from, of this yeah. like, gross outlet whatever and also okay what do you i'm sorry one more thing what do you think about the discourse that he like came up with the concept based on selena have you not seen this Mm-mm, but that makes me sick to my stomach no phoebe this is crazy hang on especially I have to because apparently apparently because jocelyn is villainized in the end is she's supposed to be the manipulator and the villain in the end is what i've read so it's like that makes me really ill if he's doing that this is about people and i don't know we could be reaching here but a lot of people are talking about it the daily mail selena gomez thinks the weekend is um wait okay selena gomez thinks it's creepy there are so many uncanny similarities between herself and lily rose depp's character in the idol and is irked that x the weekend is using her real life pain for entertainment okay so first obviously selena dated the weekend in real life um, beyond that, it's about Jocelyn's very dramatic and painful personal struggles, which bear eerie similarities to the mental health struggles that Selena went through during her relationship with The Weeknd. Hey! Hi! Hey, Hello. girl! Hey! Oh, you look so cute. I love I you. You look so cute, she said. Do I? Because <laughs> I have my bathing suit on and I'm going I to... I, I just got out of the pool. And you look at... I wish I was I there. I like this show. She What'd likes the show. Ooh, well, a fan. kind of. <laughs> it's really bad. That's why I like it. Yes, it's exactly. It's a level above 90 Day Fiance, <laughs> which is my obsession. Oh, okay. Well, I need to get into it. Do you watch it? Do you watch 90 Day? Oh, but I need to. Tell her what I'm saying, Phoebe. It's really, it's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I but love we, bad television. We're like addicted. Well, I we're trying to get Julie on Vanderpump. Oh, I want to watch Vanderpump. It's the best. But I don't know where to start watching it. Season one or what? <laughs> well, yes. Oh, I'll do it. I'm going to do it. It's fun. But I like shows that just are just train wrecks. You have to look away. Then Pretty Little Liars is perfect I for know, that. It's the show for you. Because we're watching like 30-year-olds playing 16-year-olds. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And bad acting. I know. And what the heck, Chad Lowe? (laughs) Who even knew he was? Y'all need to get him on your show. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Now, if he's not, this will revive his career. (laughs) You need to get him on your show. Is he on the show now? Is he on the show now? I don't think so. Well, you need to get him on your podcast because <laughs> what the heck? I want Rob Lowe on my podcast instead. What's that new show he's on? I don't Unstable. Know. Julie has been trying to figure out the name to this <laughs> show for the, the whole time I've been I here. I asked Stephen, and I he said he didn't watch it, but he's the one who told me about it. And actually, I was on our <laughs> treadmill that was unstable. <laughs> Is and I think drunk? that's the name of it. Unstable. <laughs> is that it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. Like this tech genius that's uh, unstable. Well. I like, but, you know, Rob Lowe had a scandal. <laughs> he did. No, at Rob the Lowe. DNC. At the DNC. <laughs> at the DNC in 1988 in Atlanta. <laughs> what was it? young ladies. In a mm. hotel room. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, you have to Google that. Oh, my gosh. You have to look that up. Because I don't want to say anything that didn't, I mean, you just, you got to You don't want to get canceled. No, no. Well, there are a lot of people in my life who want to cancel me. (laughs) Me too, girl. But not you two girls. Mm -mm, I love you. No, no. I'll edit it clean. I'll edit you clean. All right. Okay. Not your fake Southern accent, Phoebe. Oh, my God. That was so funny. You know he had a scandal. <laughs> That's our Aunt Julie cherub angel. Love her so much. So much. Okay, but back to this. So in it, Jocelyn has just canceled an entire tour to go to a mental health facility, which I believe Selena did. Um, they both rose to the top of their singing careers, childhood actors. They have similar mannerisms, one being blowing kisses, there's a lot about like the way they approach their fans, adoring fans, appearing very connected to them, dark and disturbing similarities. So in 2015, Selena faced backlash for her decision to go topless for the cover of her new album at the time, Revival. When asked about it in a radio interview, Selena said, I'm not going to let them get to me. In the show's premiere episode, Jocelyn does, was forced to fight for the right to do a topless album cover, telling her management, it's my body. In 2016, Selena suffered a mental breakdown after being diagnosed with lupus and canceled the last few shows of her revival tour to enter a psychiatric facility. In her documentary, she revealed that she was also suffering from exhaustion to being overworked. Coincidentally, Jocelyn was also forced to cancel her tour when she had a mental breakdown following her mom's passing. After being treated, part of her team expressed worry that she would have another psychotic break. The others insisted she was just exhausted. Um, Selena's first post-rehab gig post rehab was a video shoot for her hit song at the time bad liar she was told to keep her hospital bracelet on for the video which also had her hands tied in bondage while dressed in lingerie jocelyn what hey um but aren't we supposed to be watching the next episode yes soon caroline and i are going to wrap up talking no don't <laughs> but aren't we supposed to be okay <laughs> um all right well we'll be done in a second but i have to finish this jocelyn was told to keep her hospital bracelet on for a photo shoot following treatment dressed in no skimpy way. lingerie she was told by her team that the bracelet would make her more relatable to fans and the weekend selena started dating when she was dealing with her health and personal matters there are more things about it but yeah, there are the there hospital are like bracelet. That's what that's what sold me. Oh my god! Yeah, that so makes me even more uncomfortable. I know, I know. It's really crazy. So you'll have to. I I saw a TikTok also about it, so I'll try and send it to you. Okay. Um, there are some really good questions on here, but I do want to save some for the Patreon because we don't super have time. Um, we also need a shout out. We forgot to do it last episode. We need to shout out the new Patreon members. So I'm gonna go ahead and just pull that up. All right, so I'm going to go through our um, patrons. Thank you guys so much for joining the Patreon. Uh, if you'd like to join, please do. Okay, so we have got in our family, Honorary Connell sisters, we have Miranda, Daniel, Zoya, Mom, <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> Diana, Lissy, Kelsey, Lindsay, Jaden, and I think that's it. So thank you guys so much to our honorary Rock Connell sisters. Thank In you. our dream rotation, we have got Abby, Amber, Aaron, Emily, and Mary Sayla. 
thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm. And in our, our passenger princesses, our passenger princesses, we have Tawny. So guys, thank you so, 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 so much. Seriously, you have no idea like how exciting this has been and how much it means. Hopefully, like the content, your stickers and letters should be arriving very, very soon. So Phoebe is going to be writing haikus for the people that signed up past me sending hey. out this batch or acrostic poems or acrostic poems we did have somebody specifically we had someone request specifically a request a haiku yeah so Aaron, you will definitely get your You'll haiku, get a haiku girl, for sure i'm gonna have to remember how to write one <laughs> it's just five seven five bitch i'm pretty sure five seven five okay, i hope i'm not wrong oh my god are we are we doing our rotations now yeah why are, okay I feel like or we have so have much to talk about. We actually have a lot on the note, and I think briefly we do need to discuss the development and the Colleen Ballinger situation. Oh, oh my God, this is and the bonkers. <laughs> the development. Okay. <laughs> the development being that she has decided to monetize her song even more than she already was by putting it on streaming platforms. And suing anybody that uses it. Yeah. Girl, you've lost your damn mind. She's officially gone to the wolves. She doesn't care. Truly, that's crazy. So I've got stop throwing shit. What the fuck are we doing? If you were going to, you were going to ruin it for everybody. We just got music back. First of all, don't like assault people. Um, That's like the number one thing. Stop throwing shit at the celebrities that are performing for you. Okay. And also, Um, I don't get it. Especially, I mean, What's I don't get the point? it in any sense. But, like, I saw the video from the, the most recent one, I think it was Harry Styles. Yeah. Where they threw the thing at him. And he, like, is in pain. Yes. People, like, you are there because you love him. I, that's Why are you, like, throwing stuff at him? I can't understand it. And it seems now, because it's, like, such a trend, it just feels like it keeps fucking happening. I think it just happened to Kelsey Ballerini, maybe. Maybe um, it happened to BB Rexa. That person's like, under arrest. Pain. Like, it's it's really... Sam Smith, I think it happened to. It's really a problem. And then what is the wrong pink, with you? The Pink concert. Someone oh threw my God. Um, ashes on the stage. And Boundaries. then someone gave her a block of cheese or a wheel of brie or something like that like hey maybe like calm down (laughs) boundaries dude like it's actually you know you don't know it's so funny because the song bite the hand by boy genius is like Vivian and i were talking about about a little bit like okay ouch because it's it's like the lyrics are i'll bite the hand that feeds me and it's about fans like basically getting too close and like not owing fans anything speaking of boy genius did you see that they're playing Madison Square Garden in the fall? No. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that makes me so like, but also like that makes sense to me. I know. I just, I'll be, I'll be interested to see how quickly they sell that out. I know. Oh my God. I it's New go. York. And I think Moon is opening for them. So they should have no oh. problem. <laughs> okay. I really want to go. Okay. So th- there was that. Um, I also wanted to talk about Selena and Jeremy Allen White are like rumored to be seeing each other. I know. And it Thoughts? makes me sad because Jeremy Allen White is married and has a kid, right? Well, he's, I, a, he's at least married. Yeah, but <laughs> he's at least married. Um, I think he's separated. He hasn't been like wearing the ring. Yeah, I know. It's always sad. But what do we think? Like if we take that part out of it, like what do we think of them as a couple? I think we would be fine. I just want okay. them. I just want Selena Gomez to be happy finally. And I, d- mm-hmm, I mean, me my too. only thing is like I don't want her to necessarily like I don't want this. I think she deserves someone who isn't necessarily going through that messy of a time. Like she seems to kind mm-hmm. of be attracted to broken people. Yeah, I agree. 
Like we saw it with Justin. We saw well, Zane hey, when she we and Zane were together. Love we think we deserve, dude. You know, like, and that's what I mean. Like, just need a little more time to like work on herself. She but might. I feel like she's been working on herself for a while, so maybe she doesn't feel like she does. I don't know. I just want her to be happy. She's probably exhausted. It's a lot of work to work on yourself, and she's probably exhausted, and she doesn't want to have to wait. And for the right person, she won't have to, because that's how me and Anthony started. Jeremy Allen White is hot, and, like, I don't blame her. No, I don't blame her. I'd be with him in a freaking second. Um, John Mayer posted something insane on speak now release day yeah i don't give a shit what john mayer does ever but i did see it and i'm like <laughs> hey i don't care i know taylor told us to be nice to you but like uh. you don't need to put this like fucking chuggy ass projection at your concert that says please be kind and like 70s font when have you ever been known to be kind yeah that's like not you've your actually thing. you've actually said like some pretty terrible stuff in you the only past. want people I don't to be care. kind if they're being kind to you but you are not going to be kind. It's called taking your own advice, dude. I and mean, here's um, what I actually care about is the fact that Taylor Lautner did flips at in did Kansas flips. City. Absolutely. The other things I guess we can save. I just want to make sure there weren't any questions that are like really we're going to want to talk about today. There are a bunch of questions. Your first date. <laughs> Hi, Gil. Hi, Mom. You look so cute, How too. How are you? Are you, sw- you, are you so swimming? Cute. Thank you. We miss you. I miss you. Wish you were here. Yeah. Um, but we can't have another three-hour episode, even though you guys loved it. Thanks so much. Okay, but it is time to get to our rotations. Phoebe, you are on Nightmare? Mm-hmm. Let okay, me go so first. If you want, yeah. Okay. Um, this first one I don't really want to elaborate on. It's just a feeling. I saw a tweet about her. You might be offended when I say this, but I just let it be. And I don't know why. It's just how I feel. Tracy Turnblad is number one. Hmm. And I just think that she fits in with the rest of the people on my group as people that are in my nightmare rotation. Okay. That being said, number two is Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. (laughs) Okay. I'm actually kind of stoked to see this, though. I am, too. But the Wonka trailer came out today. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to see it. And I'll defend timmy till the day i die you'll defend tiny tim yeah here's what i'm saying i'd love to see him as tiny tim maybe not as willy willy wonk willy wonk um because my favorite line delivery is when he goes when the little girl goes um what are you doing and he says i'm making chocolate of course (laughs) (laughs) well wait okay but here's the deal this movie is doing things no one ever dreamt of. Like Hugh Grant I know it was as an Oompa Loompa. Oh my God. That part I was pretty awesome. Whoever had that idea, I want to kiss you on the mouth because genius, genius. I actually even tweeted about it, not on my personal account today because <laughs> it was that, it meant that much to me. So um, yeah, I just think that like, Honestly, like just right now, Timothy Chalamet's Willy Wonka is in the in the front of my mind. But any Willy Wonka, except for Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka, I think that he would be in a dream rotation one day. Mm-hmm. Willy Wonka is just like, kind of a dick. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I don't. And then the last one is Renee Rapp. <laughs> Renee, what's going on, girl? I'm kind of just like. Do we need to have a meeting? Like. like get over yourself what? a little bit are we doing why are we doing this why are we hiring the top attorney to get you out much. of 
the hit television show spearheaded by Mindy Kaling, who Sorry, everyone like, no fucking loves. We've all known that you can sing. We've all yeah, we all, I no, mean, like, we know. People have been there for you, but this show is what put you on the map, and you're trying yeah. to like. There are people. There are people that found you from this show and didn't know you sang before. There are people that you know learned it after the fact. No, I just don't get it. And it's like at least finish the season like finish your contract like i don't think that's right like i don't you know what and it's unfair to the other really, girls that, exactly it fucks them all over because for them this is like this and it should be for for her too but it, it is a huge opportunity this is huge you're on your third season why would you not just finish the third season she's gonna be in it she's just gonna have a limited role and also let layton have like sh- you should care enough about that character about that story yeah that you are gonna let it finish out fully i know and, and i just like, i really need her to like say something about it and she did she said a little bit of something but it wasn't what? anything you can look on her twitter she put it just on her instagram story and then she put it she like screenshotted mm-hmm. it and put it on her twitter but, but like, it's just like just? i love layton this show gave me so many great opportunities i can't wait for you guys to see what we have in store for all the girls, this show brought me out to LA, like all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, if you cared so much, like you would just finish the season. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, know. unless here's what I'm going to need from you, Renee, for me to like understand <laughs> why this would happen and actually like not be annoyed by mm-hmm. it and like kind of turned off to you because of mm-hmm. it. I'm going to need like toxic workplace stuff to come out because otherwise me I don't too. see <laughs> I, because like I'm like, sorry. Here's what I'm going to need from you, Renee. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to need some toxic workplace <laughs> stuff. Uh, you sound like her fucking top attorney. He's like, here's what I'm going to need, Renee. Okay. <laughs> to get you out of this contract, here's what I'm going to need. Toxic workplace environment. <laughs> I'm talking abuse, verbal, <laughs> emotional, physical. I don't give a fuck. If it's there, I want it on paper. I want documentation. I need examples. If you have to fake it for a little bit to build a case, you do it. Call it an undercover cop moment. Fucking exactly. dig up those acting chops. <laughs> Put down your microphone for five fucking seconds and help me out here. I'm your attorney. Seriously. Stop filming yourself singing your own song over and over and over With again for one second. With your cringy partner. Stop. Oh, my God. I just... Okay. I cannot with the lip biting on TikTok. I don't care who you are. Don't do that. Don't do that. I just am like... I just... And I have, I've had a big problem with all creators who do this, the thirst traps. They're so, I, you're, it's you're so okay embarrassing. with your partner seeing that. You're okay with the public seeing it, but like, you're okay with somebody you like seeing that you're posting that stuff like on the reg. I think that's so fucking weird. And I like Bryce Hall or no, not Bryce Hall. Who's the other one? Any of them. Noah Beck. Noah Beck. Okay. I think Noah Beck's hot. And then I went to his TikTok and I was like, you're telling me you have a girlfriend? You're well, telling me... Well, he did. Not not recent. Not in the... When I'm talking about when I was looking at his When page. he was dating Dixie D'Amelio? He was dating Dixie. And I was like, Dixie just... Well, first of all... <laughs> Dixie... <laughs> second of all, Dixie seems too cool for you. And I'm looking at your page and I'm like, I have a hard time believing she's attracted to you. When you're posting shit like this, because this is the most unattractive thing I've ever seen. What's going on here? But why are you like, it's, I'm sorry. The guys are like doing the, like 
smile and the camera blah blah and then it like the camera goes down and like hits off of their fucking pelvis and then it comes back up and the lights are all red and they're shirtless and like soaking wet wearing a gold chain and it's like how are you comfortable posting this and then also like if you do have someone you're in a relationship how are you not so embarrassed them. i know that's exactly what i'm saying and i'm also like if you are the partner of somebody who is doing things like this and you're like, okay, well, I don't know how to get out of this relationship. I'm going to tell you. You need to just Girl, get the ick from the them. And then. Gene and juice. Gene and juice. Oh my God. Cheers. Mom, is everyone's wasted over there. <laughs> like, this is it's a hazard. It's, it's girls gone wild over here. It literally is girls gone wild. As girls gone wild. Um, I feel like I'm in Miami on Sheena's Bachelorette trip. <laughs> <laughs> because we're good Because that's the episode I was watching today. Sheena's a pick me. I know. She she's I like, know. <laughs> she actually so says it, She actually says it verbatim. She goes, I'm just like more of a guy's girl. <laughs> yes, yes. She and Ariana are one hundred percent pick me's. Yes. Ariana's a little bit more like she is just like, I don't care about any of it boy or girl like she's I just know, like but i just wait, like, like season, season three and a half basically i'm almost done with season three so they're together yeah oh yeah because you're on the chris and jane i'm at the part where you're like, not like kind of well, getting the ick from both of them on the reunion when they're like oh yeah it was terrible i know the first like, reunion when they're together yeah but i okay like obviously like i know what i know watching it now and for mm-hmm. a while it was like how did anybody like tom at all like he gives yeah. me the ick but now, like, I see a little bit of, like, why he might have been likable. Mm-hmm. And I like him and Ariana together at this time. I know, dude. I and know. The stuff, and then the stuff with like, Kristen. Like, you know, like, Miami girl, like, yeah. finding out that that was real and like the whole time. Is, like, I know. And it makes me, like, Kristen is crazy, but I am like, whoa, she was right the whole time. It also but makes me ill thinking about Miami girl who came on that show and confronted him and mm-hmm. he made her look like a fucking liar yeah. to everybody. Like that, like you were disgusting. He did have sex with her and he is like, shut the fuck up. You're fucking crazy. No, we didn't. And this girl's on television. How mortifying for her. Like that's horrible. Justice for Miami girl. Kristen is like, like, poor james in that whole situation of just like she is so obsessed with tom the entire I time know. I and know. tom and i'm with like tom is just like stop like move like yeah. poor james like move on you're dating someone else now and i'm dating someone else who's your rotation oh um, i just also do want to like say that i'm not here to defend tracy turnblatt and i'm kind of offended actually that you thought i would just because i played her once well, I just didn't know if you had, like, a different read. It's, like, how if I talk no. to, like, sh- the girl who plays Shiv? Like, I feel like if I was, like, I hate Shiv, she'd be, like, well, she actually You fully deaf. hate Shiv? No. Actually, today I watched the episode where um, Logan dies. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Okay, yeah. And why was oh I God. on the treadmill crying a little bit? I know, dude. That's the, not, This is not, the season that I was saying. Not that, about like, Logan crying. Not about Logan no, of dying. of course not. About their reactions. And how heartbreak... Dude, oh I know. My God. And how heartbreaking it is to just see how broken these they're just like children again. Like oh my gosh, and when to Connor, see like when they bring Connor oh in God, and he oh says, Well, he never liked me. I know. And, and then like, he sees how all the siblings react and he's like, Well, no, I, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Yeah. And he's and the, oh. the way that like Roman reacts to it specifically, like <sighs> it actually is like 
so and painful he refuses to, to admit it he's like well he hasn't actually we don't actually know that he's dead i yet. i know i know it's so horrible and like it, it but it's just watching him like they're all like fuck our dad fuck our dad and to see how much they just like need him in that moment mm-hmm. and this that's the episode i had just finished when i was talking to you and i was like i love roman and like yeah. Kendall cracks me up. Like I was at this part of the show where like it's a little different. <laughs> when, um, kid, when Kendall does the kidney chops, he yeah. comes up to Roman and he goes, "Yep, <laughs> kidney chop." Like that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Like the weird show. I'm like Kendall, what the fuck? Like it's just when he's not like literally doing crack, he's like goofy <laughs> as hell and and funny. I know. Remember when you completely forgot that he was also a drug addict in the show? I know. I did. I completely forgot that. But also, you know who I think is so funny in the show is and. I'm right. It's Alexander Skarsgård, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my fa- god. When he FaceTimes Kendall at the when they're at the karaoke bar, and he's <laughs> just know. like, he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. I think he's. I think he is. We'll wait till the next episode. They go see him. I think he's just like the, as a character, he's so funny. And then to think about him and acting as that character, it's it makes nice it to like see so much funnier. Play this kind of character instead of after Big Little Lies character. Yeah. <laughs> and then his brother playing it. Yeah. Um, Man, but definitely. Poor Bill Skarsgård. Because oh. Alexander Skarsgård is so good looking. Is so good looking. And Bill Skarsgård does look like him, but but it's in it's an all the off worst way <laughs> and in an off way and also unfortunately it's he played pennywise the clown and that's kind of it for him now it's kind like of like how macaulay culkin looks like who kiernan who? culkin macaulay culkin macaulay what the he- macaulay who cares i know but it's not macaulay no, I wasn't saying who cares to you, Julie. <laughs> you should Ca- know how to say it, right? Caroline was making fun of how I said his name. No, Macaulay. I wasn't making fun of I wasn't making fun of you, I was correcting you. Yeah. Lame. And tell them I wasn't making fun of you, I was correcting you. Anyway. No, tell them. <laughs> Caroline wasn't tell making them. fun of me, she was correcting me. I know. Yeah, me well, Julie likes Roman too. Yeah, I love him. But I just mean like that's called a learning opportunity, by the way. He looks like an like Kieran Culkin is kind of a cutie. Like there's something about him that's cute. Yeah. And Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, no, I know. Is it? It's not. Especially now. He wasn't a kid. Married to Brenda Song, right? One of them is. Yeah, it's him. It's not. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. My but but the point about Tracy though really quick is like I think she's so annoying and when I got cast as her I was like well she's she's so annoying like everything <laughs> she says is so campy and like well I think if we all just love each other like it's just annoying to me so like my number one goal is to make her like as because you have to like her if you're playing her so I like really wanted to like make her not that. And I actually think I did a pretty good job. But did you see that Taylor Swift is almost going to break the record the that Glee, cast? Glee set? That's yes. so fucking funny. To think that all this time what's Take been keeping Agron. her down <laughs> is the Glee cast. Yeah, literally. <laughs> to think that all this time it's been Diana Agron to, keeping to her down. To think that all this time it's been Diana. And here's the thing. Here's what, here's what might send her over the edge. Wonderland, Taylor's version. Ah! Green eyes, <laughs> Taylor's version. 
Suddenly, like they do a quick Rib little tattoo. glee revival, and Taylor's it's Clint Bray. It's just Clint Bray singing Wonderland, and then suddenly Glee skyrockets <laughs> in a way it never did before. And now that she's like, "Good luck, Taylor," because it would You'll never catch us now. That might be the only version of Wonderland I would listen to. If that came out, I would probably exclusively listen to that version. I'm trying to, to think version. of how Clint Bray sings, which is the most vanilla sound I've ever heard. Well, in my they've life. done AI covers of Wonderland by Clint Bray. Oh my god. <laughs> Do we need to be stopped? Okay, no. my dream rotation begins with Dolly Parton because you guys, dream roll, dream roll alert. I got cast as Dorley <laughs> Rhodes in nine to five, and if you don't know that, that's Dolly Parton. And I get oh my god, but listen to this. So I went to a birthday party this weekend, and I, there's someone I'd never met there, and um, my friend was like, oh, she got, she's cast as Dorley. To this girl, and the girl looks at me and goes, "Okay, well, you need to kill Backwoods Barbie. Like, you need to kill that song." <laughs> and I, I was like, <laughs> "Okay, number one, as if I would do anything but that. Are you insane? <laughs> Have you lost your mind?" I and I went on a whole rampage last night to Anthony about it. Which he then wrote down everything I said, took a photo of me, and sent it to all of our friends. <laughs> and I was, I basically said, um, like, you literally, girl, you can't even imagine how talented I am. Like, you couldn't even fathom it in your wildest fucking dreams, bitch. So don't tell me that I, I, you gotta, ha- you have to do that well. Like, you can't be bad. Bitch, what the fuck? You've never met me, obviously, or you wouldn't say that shit to me because you would know. I'm amazing. Are you not going to back me up on this? I'm with you. 100%. You don't seem like it because you're kind of laughing at me and making fun of me. Well, no, I'm laughing at what you're saying. Well, so nothing I said is it. funny so far. <laughs> so far, nothing's been a joke. Wait, um, wait should I have the fans decide whether or not I go to Asheville? <laughs> okay. imagine, imagine they all vote no. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, can you just let Caroline have her time with her fucking friends for once? Uh, I was invited by Caroline. <laughs> just so we lay it all out there. I'm not crashing. I mentioned it, I think, whatever, that our house has slides, right? Well, actually, I think you mentioned it a while ago when you told everybody that I made the short list. I made the wait oh, list. Oh, yeah. No, she's the swing. She's an alternate. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a standby. Yeah, so, well, it turns out we needed a standby. <laughs> so this is Phoebe's time to shine. Okay, so my first on my dream rotation is Dolly Parton. I'm really excited to to be her i really wanted this role for a long time so i'm psyched next up is miley cyrus because it just makes sense is dolly parton really miley cyrus's godmother mm-hmm. oh my god i yeah. love that i used to love when dolly would come on hannah montana it was so cute and i fucking love miley cyrus I always say it's been hard sometimes similar like not similar but kind of like taylor like sometimes it's hard but you always stand by her you always stand by her and then this was a last minute decision but miami girl because you know what justice for fucking miami girl she got her ass handed to her on national television by tom sandoval tom scandoval worm with a fucking mustache and that was when he didn't have any money and he was a fucking loser and he's still a loser but now he's money but maybe not anyway this girl Deserves so much better. I hope she is laughing all the way to the bank now. I hope she's finding a way to monetize this because never waste a scandal, bitch. Never waste a scandal. And with that, we're going into Phoebe's recap and we are going to talk about 
Season three, episode 12. The Lady Whatever Killer. Whatever it's called. The Lady Killer. I was going to say The Final Girl, which that should be the name of an episode sometime. I think it might be. We might have already had okay. one called that. Oh, my God. Idiot. Okay. Ah! All right. See you in a bit. All right. So I love when they fucking do this. They start us off with like a little... <laughs> You're probably wondering how I got here. And it's like the most traumatic event of anybody's life in the show. And it's like, literally. Aw. And I really realized in this moment that I... I think this is officially the end of what I remember because, well, we'll get there, but I do remember the big reveal at the end of this. I couldn't remember how this episode went, and I think I remember the next episode. The murder train, how could you forget? Yeah, but after that, like, and I kept thinking in my head, like, I don't think I've seen anything past this, and then I was like, oh, no, that train episode. I saw that train episode, which is a Halloween episode, right? Mm-hmm, major. Yeah, so I, I kept being like, no, that's coming. You know, you saw that. But, like, after that, I don't know. So, anywho, it's exciting. We open. We know somebody is dead. There's a body bag being taken out. We are in a place we've been so many times before. The girls sobbing at a crime scene. And unfortunately. Being investigated by the police. The person sobbing the hardest. No. Is Hannah. And it just makes me so sad. But then we see Emily is getting questioned by the cops. And they're like, were you a friend of the deceased? And she can't answer the question. And she's like, and she shocked. looks like she's been through it. Yeah, she's she's going through something. And so honestly, in this moment, I'm like, I have no fucking clue who died because we have no idea what happened. I can't understand why Hannah would be crying like that. But Emily would be the one being questioned, you know, so I really couldn't understand it. It does end up making sense. But yeah. That was, we go back two days now that we've seen this. And we're in the Hastings castle in the kitchen. And the trial is about to start for Garrett. And it's making national news, which is crazy to everybody. <laughs> I don't think it's that crazy, though. That many fucked up things are happening yeah. in your town and you think it's not making People the news? People are probably scratching their heads. Um, like I said, I watched this episode with my uncle, my aunt, and my mom who mm-hmm. have never watched an episode of the show. We watched about five minutes of the Mom pilot. Has. And, oh my goodness, was this a trip having to explain this all. What a crazy episode for them to start watching. You're going to um, know this episode like back and front since you had to literally explain every second of it. Julie saw Hannah crying and said, oh my gosh, now she is good. She <laughs> can cry. I love that that's the marker of are you a good actor or not. Well, no, no, are no. Are you crying on stage? Further, further in the in the rest of the, the they hate this show. They think it's bad. They probably will keep watching it, but they think it's so bad. And they think mm. the acting is so bad. And they think that everybody looks so old and that the mom's like younger than the girls, which I think is an insane thing to say, especially when you're looking at Shay Mitchell and Pam Fields. I don't quite see that mm-hmm. correlation. Although Pam is gorge. Yes, but does not look younger than Shay Mitchell. <laughs> no, but the girls do look old. Yeah, but they don't look like they, they need to be wearing Depends. No, and neither do the moms. So the girls are excited because, like, Garrett's probably going to get to clear his name because they're convinced that Paige has killed Maya. But I don't think they're not excited about that, though. They're I didn't ex- say they were excited. You, see, you literally just said that. What, what did I say? Repeat you what said I said the girls are excited because Garrett might get off. 
I don't think I said excited. Okay. I think I didn't say that. <laughs> um, so right. that actually, I know that. Anyway, um, the girls are there to see. <laughs> we'll see, I guess. So the girls are there because they're staging an intervention. So it's just Hannah, Aria, and Spencer. And they're staging this intervention for Emily because they have officially decided that not only did Paige kill Maya, but Paige also has Ali's body, and Paige <laughs> is also A. So we've got a lot of accusations Major. in the works here. And there's one thing that, like, again... I know this is such a Hannah Stan pod, but this was a really good episode for her. And she says something, because all the girls, well, all the girls, Spencer and Aria, Sparia, are talking about how they're going to, like, approach this. And they're not being, like, super empathetic, you know, like, in this moment. And Hannah says, well, it's really important when having an intervention that the person feels loved, not judged. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and then she's like, Wait, I just, like, I mean, are we sure about Paige? Like, she does not, she knows, she's sensitive to the fact that Emily's going to be devastated by this. Yeah. She's jeopardizing her friendship with Emily. Emily really likes Paige. Emily has been through a fucking lot. Hannah and Emily have kind of a special connection because they live together for a little bit. And, like, I just think. Imagine Hannah's Hannah, the like, only one before, here thinking about her. Like, before she goes to Spencer, knowing that this is what they're about to do. And she's, like, Googling, like intervention tips and like I things know, like, like that. how like, to make sure like you come out on the other side and you're still friends oh it hurts it hurts her. um emily's not pleased no <laughs> emily's immediately. not pleased from the moment and she walks here's what i have to say emily i'm not pleased either because you're in an acid wash denim shirt okay well you want to know something insane we all own that shirt. i didn't no <laughs> I did not own that <laughs> shirt. Um, no, I was going to say that I didn't even recognize that it was acid watch. I thought it was some kind of like a twall. Mm-mm. It's like one of those like chambray denim shirts mm, that is then acid washed. It so it's like them. white and parts of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got that real wrong. Real wrong. Um, she like quickly realizes like what's happening. She's like, okay, you think and Paige I killed am. Maya. She didn't. Look. This episode, I'm a little bit like Emily. I get it. I'm a little bit like Emily. Calm down. I'm the same. I'm also like Emily. You are. Look, I can really and I do feel bad for her. I want to make this clear. I feel bad for her through the whole episode. But it's like I can feel bad for you for getting in shitty situations up to a point. But when we are repeatedly putting ourselves in that shitty situation, even though people are warning you, even though you have bad feelings, even though things have happened that maybe make it complicated, like that's when I'm like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Like now I'm like uh, annoyed. And now it's annoying. Exactly. Like when she's on the phone with Hannah and like, like it's always Emily. I don't know. You know, she's kind of they're annoying. always trying to separate Emily from the girls. I know it's because she's the weakest. Because link. I think Emily's the weakest link. Never mm. forget, I knew it. I knew it from the start. I knew it, and honestly, maybe A was right because Emily's making pretty poor decisions. And look, someone had to say it. I think the tides are going to turn when Spencer pulls out Allie's earring right. and puts it on the counter as Emily is trying to leave. And she's like, "Hello, how can you argue with the cold hard truth?" And Emily's like, "You know what?" Um, lots of things have turned up where A wanted them to be and where A put them. And look, it's three versus one. Again, A wins. But this is one of those, <sighs> this is again one of those moments where I'm like, Emily, this doesn't even make you bad an eye a little bit. Yes, I agree. And I also think, 
on the flip side, she walks right out of there. And I'm like, girls, did we really try that hard? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been 45 seconds. Seriously, they're like, well. <laughs> you had like two ideas. One was tell her that you think that her girlfriend killed her other girlfriend. Or B, show her evidence. And if that doesn't work, well then. Mm. Out of luck. You don't even have a third you're, thing. And even like, if you don't have a third thing, you're not even going to like run after her. That's why I'm like, is this a Spencer Hastings plan or not? Because mm. it has all the makings of being one, but the execution? Not Spencer. Lacking. Lacking. It's I'll almost it. like we always need a Spencer Hastings plan and a Hannah Marin execution. I completely agree. And we just honestly, do we even need Aria Montgomery? No. Actually, I've been getting a lot of like hate on TikTok for my opinions on Aria. Um, for which I won't apologize. I don't have to love her. Mm-hmm. And if you do love her, enough to get mad at me for not loving her. And I think that you need to look Let's inward. Think. Look inward. Why are you, look so, why are you we so love defensive? You inward. Why, are you by, why are you being so defensive? Of this fictional character. And listen, who is a this is coming. And Wayne. Who also, Phoebe and I are both so defensive <laughs> over multiple fictional characters in this very show um, <laughs> me watching this show with all these people i'm like shut up literally you're like how dare it stop, Not actors? stop. wow <laughs> wow just i can say it Spencer but you can't say <laughs> seriously yeah you haven't seen anything post this scene we have hannah and aria talking and hannah's like this is eating hannah alive that things have gone so terribly wrong with emily like what are they gonna do and aria me 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 montgomery goes god she totally called me out for lying this morning. Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> Who cares? Who fucking cares? <laughs> Emily is dating a killer, you think, right? So why do you care if she thinks you lied to her this morning? She now knows why you lied. Also, like, because you wanted to have an intervention. Since when? No, this is what's insane to me. Arya, she's... She knows why you lied now. So we don't... It's okay. Like, she totally knows I lied this morning. Of course she does. That was the plan. Because you were lying to get to an intervention. And then she got plan, that intervention. Actually. And she realized you were lying. That so was inevitable. That was an inevitable part of the plan. Why are we still talking about that 24 hours later? You know? Like, me, me, me. It's just that. <laughs> but she does tell Hannah about Malcolm and Maggie. And Hannah really encourages her to tell Ezra. Which is valid. But I don't know, like, what is the right move here? And actually, I feel this way through this whole episode in this particular situation. It does get like, crazy. Like, what do you do? I don't like, know what, what I do, right but move? here's what I know is I'd never find myself in this situation. Yeah, it would be uh, it would be very, very unusual and surprising <laughs> to, for one of us to end up in the situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, either of us, not just one of us. Um, but Hannah's so wise, and she, like, delivers this message to Arya, she says... Allie always said that our secrets are what kept us close. Yeah, we know. <laughs> she goes, she was wrong. They tear us apart. Good. Hannah's putting <laughs> bars this episode. She is. She's wise. She's on like, affirmation like, TikTok. She started therapy. <gasps> she's just got a good therapist. And it's These not are two Dr. things Dr. that Sullivan. a good therapist would. Ta- no, it is not because we know where she is. <laughs> she's in she's New York succession City. now. Like she's busy. She's she's got a lot on her hands with the Roy's. I'll say it. She's got a lot. Why do I keep saying I'll say it? Like. Why do you just get these little words you say a lot, Caroline? You're like speaking your truth. I'm, but I'm not. Oh, I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking. <laughs> there, I'll say it. <laughs> there, I'll say it. I'm just <laughs> speaking. Um, okay, so pages now. Okay, well, 
I wrote Paige is threatening Spencer, but I think it's fair to say that Spencer threatens Paige first. So, um, <laughs> being Paige, a little bit of a Spencer Paige, apologist. Paige is just a little bit, like, too much. And the consensus in the pool was also, what the fuck is that Paige's Paige is a little bit too much? Okay, thank God, thank God, thank God. Literally, Spencer and Paige, alone in the locker Terrible room. Terrible combo. Almost lethal as if Spencer combo. planned it. Lethal, lethal, lethal. Um... And Spencer, like, slams her locker shut and is giving Paige the death stare, the Hastings death stare. And Paige, like, grips her field hockey stick. Mm -hmm. Like, she's going to fucking hit Spencer yeah. with it. I kind of wish Spencer Paige... Spencer hasn't said a word at this point. I kind of wish Spencer had <laughs> called her a pigskin in this altercation. <laughs> that would have been freaking I kind of wish... Spencer um, had well, just, like, verbally assaulted Paige. She might as well, because she says, I know who you are. And I know she might have meant A, but in my mind, pig I know you're pigskin. <laughs> you know, like that's it. But um, and Paige, we're seeing like Paige, like season one, Paige in this. Yeah, in and this. she's like, I won't let you come between it's us. Too much. You better watch it. It's like, and then maybe like instead, I would maybe like Spencer. Like, where I is this coming from? Yeah. I really, really like Emily, and like I would love for us all to be able to hang out, and so. Like, I'm down to sit down and have a conversation because if you have concerns about me and my relationship with Emily, then I can tell you're a good friend to Emily mm -hmm. and you want to protect her. And that's what I want to. So let's sit down and talk. Like, it's just like they just needed someone to whisper in their ear, almost like a, a writer for a show um, to just tell <laughs> yeah, them what to say. Crazy. <laughs> if only if only this wasn't a literal reality show documentary. I know. It's like... I wish they could have gotten the writers for Vanderpump Rules, which is famously fictional, <laughs> and this is famously reality. Um, fiction, and then we have fiction. another freaking. Paige had this kind of scene last episode where she was like trying to turn Emily's friends against her, like that classic yes. thing. And then this time she she's they're sitting in Emily's window seat, and she's like, "Do your friends just not want you to be happy?" Shut up. Shut oh up. Oh my god. Up, that was up, actually a pretty up. good impression. Thank you. It's a pretty good impression of her. Do your friends just I can't even do it, but yeah, that is basically what she says. And she's like rubbing Emily's arm. And this is important to know because we have a major page continuity error in this episode. Because as Paige is rubbing Emily's arm, I see that she's got like a navy or like a dark nail polish on. And then she gets a text from A while they're talking and we just get like the screen like a picture of the screen and her nails and it must not be Lindsay shaw's hand because it's neon green nail polish <laughs> and then it goes back to her like zoomed out and again she's got the dark nail polish and that is like a major fucking green that's a major continuity error i just don't believe nobody saw it they were just it's okay Here's if the they were being lazy but then say that's that. what i think i don't <laughs> think that it's that they didn't see it i think they were like well they're like, uh, it's a little bit much to just redo it. And maybe that's true, but then admit it. Um, so I just, here's the other thing. Emily tells Paige about A. Because A, or Paige is something about like, oh, Mona, right? Like when, okay, Emily says, <laughs> A did blah, blah, blah. And then Paige goes, you mean Mona? As in like, Mona can't do this anymore. Right. She's locked up. And Emily's like, well, uh, there's something, you know, you can't tell anybody. It will, you will be in a lot of danger if you do. And tells her that there's still an A. And Paige reacts in a way that does look a little bit shady. And I'm also like, Emily, okay, if my friends 
this morning tried to have an intervention with me over this person. And I know that there's been something in our lives for a couple years now that's all they've wanted was to hurt us and make us miserable. And I know it's still happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this person that I'm sitting with on my window seat right now tried to kill me once. Yeah. And I'm not a little hesitant to share the A thing with her. That's what I'm saying. And another thing is, like, just this morning, your friends were willing to have a literal intervention with you and risk their friendships with you to say that they yeah. thought that maybe this person was A. And you're this willing. Like, and you're just. How do you trust her this well? Really this endangering much? them, honestly. Because it's like, she is. oh, Moe's hears that. And she's like, okay, then I'm going to go fucking kill them. Exactly. Like, like you don't know who you're dealing have with. You. And I don't want you to look at me and say that she's not capable of it because she literally mm-hmm. tried to murder you. I will never stop bringing that up. I also want to say that, like, Emily, Mona was Hannah's best friend. So you can think you know someone. Mm-hmm. You can think you know Paige. Why do you think Paige is above but it? But you're not, you're not going to give it a little bit of a second thought because you think, oh, well, Hannah, just because you didn't like Mona, well, guess what? They don't like Paige. Like, what's the difference? So I don't understand why you wouldn't think for one second, like, oh, maybe I should just double check or like I'm not going to share this quite yet until I'm sure because who knows like it was fucking Hannah's best friend Hannah was shocked so who's to say it's not Paige Paige would be less shocking than Mona was 1000% so I don't know but Paige gets a text not as shocking as the end no oh no no and I know bits and pieces of the end but I cannot figure out how they all go together I mean this end of this episode. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant like ending a reveal. Oh, no, but that too. Um, but yes, but yes, but yes. Um, so Paige gets a text and it's like, uh, you need to be at the cemetery at 10 p.m. tonight. Um, and I think I it's, it's Sunday, just so I think you said that, but yeah, just yeah. clarifying. Paige tells Emily she'll go to the trial with her every single day. If I'm um, Emily, I'm thinking that's, that's weird. I'm probably okay. the last thing I want. Because also, don't do you not think? Because you've been so cool about <laughs> it, Paige. Because <laughs> you've been so cool about Maya. Oh, like dead and alive. You've been so great mm-hmm. about it. I also am like, not that anybody's suspecting Emily, but sometimes eyes are on the ex in these situations for a reason. Mm-hmm. And if I'm showing up to the trial every day with the person I'm currently dating, when the person I was dating was murdered i don't know like uh, that's not really the look that i want to yeah. give the town certainly not i don't need the town so the to know that i moved on so quickly true that's good point so the next day um the girls are at school and Paige is not and hannah lets us know this by saying yeah no hablo sicko <laughs> And they're like, Hannah what? has another she's great like, line. She was out sick. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I love her. I love her so and then, much. And then she goes, well, things just got, <laughs> things just went from worse to worser. So she goes, not a word. Okay. I <laughs> think Hannah knew like, that when she said it. That's just, yeah. I don't think she was like, she wasn't taking the SAT, Spencer. You can shut the fuck up. Um, they all get a text from May and it says, stand down, bitches. Play it my way, and Emily stays safe. Which is just, A is really feeding into this page narrative. They're like, okay, I have an easy out here. I can just make everything about Emily, and it works. Yes. Oh, my God. And then. The best scene. I 
wished you had been on this screen when it happened because I wanted to like have a reaction with you. It's truly because I was so excited. One of the most iconic scenes in the whole show. And when Mike's Mike got to go tour when the <laughs> original Sin premiered. He recreated. Oh yeah, this he redid scene. it. Yes, yes. Now I realize what that is. Um, yeah. So Mona is—I want to say escaping, but she's just walking right on out of Radley. In a nurse's she's costume. She's dressed up in a little nurse's costume, and she's out of there. And she waves goodbye to the desk person, yeah. and it's just like like no one there knew. She is actually felt so good to see her. <laughs> hey, old friend. I love Mona. Me too. Honestly, she's such a good character. She is. She's so smart. And, and I just feel like she just brought a, a new life. She's such a slut. When she got back on my screen, I was like, yes. yeah, I was like, fuck and yeah. Not like, like, I'm we, she's been on her screen. Now. I'm ready. But it's good to have her back in this way. No, when she's in her own like element. The, this is Mona. She's feeling herself. This isn't, this isn't the emotionless girl we've been seeing. This is Mona. And it's fucking good to have you back, girl. So welcome. Welcome back. Okay, so then they basically think that they get another email from A, and it's like, meet us at the cemetery tonight at 10, and it has pictures attached. And there are pictures, like two pictures that are cropped of the girls at Allison's grave the night she, that her body went missing, but Emily isn't in them. So again, leaning really hard into this Emily Page kind of thing, because she's not going to implicate Emily, just the girls. We know, just so everybody's maintaining, understanding what's going on. Paige gets a text from A saying, meet here at the cemetery. The girls get the same text. The next day. Mona is now out of Radley. So now we know that A was trying to get the girls and Paige no, in she the same wasn't. place to make it look like Paige no. is A. No, 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 no. No, yes. baby, listen. You m- Paige wasn't at school, dude. Paige went last night. No, no, yes, no, 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 that's when Paige he got wasn't her. at school because she was at Emily's house. These are happening at the same time. The conversation Emily and Paige are having is happening when the girls are at school talking. So Paige gets that text while the girls are talking, basically. Then in the why cafeteria. isn't she at school? She and Emily are skipping school because of the trial, and Emily got in a fight with her friends. Okay, there are reporters everywhere. <laughs> that's like a, they keep talking about it we haven't mentioned it once but that's they won't true. shut up about it <laughs> emily is like literally this is a their celebrity bling ring moment they're literally like they think they're alexis nyers right now that's the energy yeah. i love it love no, for it. real then they get a picture of a body bag i like how we just are completely running over the I- caroline was so ready to tell me that i had that scene and information wrong well, and now that I've explained can to her what happened, can you see how I would think that? We though? just can go right can through it. Can you see how I would think what I thought and how it actually does make sense? Anyway, they get a picture of a body bag, and they think that Allie is in the body bag, and it's like, if you fuck with me, you'll be holding the body bag. I wish it said that. <laughs> well, because that's something like that. The girls are all back at Hannah's house, and they hear someone downstairs. These are the scenes that I'm like, do we need this? <laughs> do we need this i think there was a lot of filler there was a lot of filler yeah. in this episode even though so much crazy stuff happens there's like a really long scene that's coming up in a couple scenes where i'm like did we need every it's just shot like of a this? really really like really big moments throughout yeah. the episode that like and then it's like well wait how do we get from point a to point b all these and little stupid this, things i'm like caleb so we find out that it's caleb the girls are so scared and they're like oh my god is it Paige down there Hannah holds up the, her pink fuzzy lamp, ready to hit whoever it is over the head with it. 
And then Caleb walks in. And I'm like, Caleb, did you really have to walk around the entire house and not say anything? But he had his headphones on. Look, looking for your girlfriend? Which is also stupid. Okay, well. Announce yourself when you walk into someone else's maybe house. Maybe he texted her and she didn't see her phone. You don't need to defend him. What he did was stupid. It wasn't that stupid. I think it I was. I think the girls were actually, it's not that stupid. I think the girls are stupid. He, I guarantee you he told Hannah he was coming over. I guarantee you he said I'm coming so over So he should have school. opened the door, taken his headphones out, and said, hey, Hannah, I'm here. I don't know. I mean, that's not really, like, his thing. He was literally, like, sneaking around her house for six months. So this is actually, like, actually exactly what I expect him to do. I, that doesn't mean that it's not weird. It's not, like, wrong, though. I think it is. It is not wrong. We're not he mad sh- at him he for walking in her. I'm not saying I'm mad. I just think it's weird. Like, why did he do that? No, you are mad, though. Because you were like, yeah, you're mad at him. No, you said you don't need to defend him. You um, don't. I feel like I do because you're mad at him for, and he didn't fucking do anything wrong. And he certainly didn't do anything to you. I just hey, saying he hey, should have announced himself. Why don't you cut him a fucking break? Okay. He's kind of going through something. He's going to go through a lot this episode. Really? His mom didn't almost die. That was a couple episodes Like a week ago. ago, he and Hannah aren't having to hide their relationship. He doesn't have a gun on him right now. We don't know yeah, he's kind of going through something. <sighs> anyway, Kayla has a gun. <laughs> because he's going to go with the girls to the cemetery. So he has a gun. And Hannah, like, we love our gun control queen. Um, she's like, uh-uh. Get rid of that or say goodbye to me. It's going like godfather. It's so funny because then he like he's like, what if I just put it here, like in her <laughs> night side table? What if I put it here until the weekend's over? But I won't take it out. And Hannah goes, whatever. And he goes to kiss her, and she like <laughs> dramatically like turns her head so he can't kiss her on the lips. Also, if my it's boyfriend okay. did that and was like, fine, I'll just put this loaded gun in your underwear drawer, <laughs> I would just scream. I would literally be like, uh, you would do anything but that. I would rather you shoot I'd rather me you have it. than, yeah, I'd rather you shoot me in the leg than my mom, like, be <laughs> looking for something and open my, <laughs> open my underwear drawer. Next Wait, I better find a picture loaded it. shotgun. Picture it. Picture it for a second. <laughs> our mom. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, okay. Our mom, if it was me, she found a loaded gun in my <laughs> drawer. Um, I'm in military school. <laughs> Emily, this is blowing my mind right now. Emily is going out of town this weekend with Nate to um, the Lighthouse Rock Inn. And apparently they're going with Maya's family and they're going to celebrate Maya before the trial starts. But what I'm wondering is, when you guys kissed and then he was like, oh, I want to like be your man. And she was like, wait, no. And he was like, excuse me <laughs> when that happened that's when i would say we're like ignoring i it think now? i'm not going on a weekend trip with you no <laughs> like, no matter who's there it does I'm probably out matter bitch because also even if he wasn't like scary with his reaction to her not liking him you know that he's into you so mm-hmm. why put yourself in the situation where you're with him for an entire weekend like you think he's not gonna get the wrong idea or like try something again like it just seems like a poor choice, I'll say. Exactly. It. I said it again. I said I'll say it. Why are Spencer and Hannah sitting outside of the coffee shop? And then, so they're sitting there. When they get up and walk away, we see a news truck start packing up. So 
They were like sitting there with like a photo op. They're sitting there having coffee. And like KDKA is outside with like a full reporter and a camera crew. And then as we see them leaving, the camera crew starts packing up and getting back in the car. Honestly, like Hannah and Spencer are giving Stassi and Katie. Yes, do not tell me you don't love the attention. If you're sitting Literally. outside with hundreds of thousands of reporters everywhere. You know it was Hannah's idea. What if we just sat Wait. outside? I know. What if we Wait, we should it's so nice out. <laughs> it's so nice out. Look, if you if you can't see them, they can't see you. So let's just close our eyes and <laughs> just keep talking. So then like Spencer, Hannah leaves. And we get a slow-mo Spoby scene, which we love. We love these. You're a 360 Toby's camera situation. Where is to Oh yeah, and it actually kind of made me dizzy. It was like too long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So many scenes are just like a little too long. We went from slow-mo to like rapidly spinning as fast as we could around these people. Yeah, like I'm on the freaking tilt a whirl. Literally, like why am I vomiting? Why am I projectile <laughs> vomiting everywhere? It's not because I think it's gross. It's because I'm fucking so dizzy. Does anybody have Dramamine? Hello. <laughs> um, yeah. To where was Toby though? Bucks County, baby. Doing construction. Oh, okay. I just I like. Guess I tuned out. Allegedly, we find out what he was actually doing later. Oh my god, dude! This. No, there is one more episode I've seen. It's like, you know, when they talk about the shot heard around the world. Yeah. That's like what this was. This is like millions of young girls, especially because of what leads up to it. Like it actually makes me ill. Makes me sick. Makes me completely. It's gonna make. It's gonna make Spencer. A lot more than ill. <laughs> oh, I season. know. I f- so okay. I remember seeing the episode where Spencer learns. This is what sends her over the edge for sure. I remember that episode. So I guess I've seen up until there, whenever that is. Um, okay, so Arya has decided she's gonna tell Ezra, but she like can't get up the courage. And <laughs> so she sits down and she <laughs> she, she pulls out. Just a little bit of light reading, Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. By the way, do you know my relationship with that book? Weren't you in it? I was in it in high school. The play, I love that and book. that's Anthony and I had our first kiss during that show. Yeah, we right before Act Two, we, uh, I would always go like as I entered from stage right, so I would like go sit in the wing and wait and like just kind of chill and then he would always come meet me and it was like just us and we'd have like a little private moment and he like he was like he was just always like so social and every all the girls like had a little crush on him so I always was like "Mm, he's coming just like just hang out with me I feel like I won and then one day he kissed me and I was so fucking excited and then he started dating somebody else yeah, like the next day. <laughs> like wow. the next week. Yeah, I was devastated. And now we're married. Yeah, weird. <laughs> so girls, boys, don't give up hope. But yeah, so that but and then and then when I lived in New York for Valentine's Day, Anthony gave me a copy of Brave New World. And there was like a code all throughout the book that I had to solve to open this bizarre thing. Like, I can't even describe this bizarre, like, I don't know. 
I had to complete the code to get the code to open it. And in it were tickets to go see Jagged Little Pill on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like cute. So I have a copy of the book next to my bed. Yeah. But I would I never read it for fun. Oh, I like the book. But I just feel like Aria is sitting there reading it. you were just like it. making fun of her. I am. Because I don't like, it's not like a book that I'm going to sit down and like, like just I read. I like the book. I would probably read it. It's just like, of course, of course. And it, she, it doesn't even look like, she's just reading it to have something in her hands. <laughs> well, there's a knock at the door. And Aria decides she'll go answer it. And it's fucking Maggie. What a moment. Maggie, how do you have his address she goes i know it sounds cliche but i was in the neighborhood how do you know you're in the neighborhood <laughs> you spoke on the phone for five minutes and you figured out his address did you track gave him? her i was literally gave her his complete full address literally down did she to the slip an number. air tag on aria and she's like tra- like what the fuck um so she shows up and she meets aria and ezra's like this is my girlfriend aria would you not just absolutely melt into the ground and Aria's like, I have to tell you something. And then Maggie's like, hi, nice to meet you. So she's going to play along. Yeah. Because she realizes Aria didn't tell him. Yeah. Aria didn't blow her cover. So she's so like, she's okay, not going to do that to her. We can have an alliance. Yeah. Um, and then she asks Ezra why he's not teaching anymore. And he says, it's complicated. <laughs> like, does yeah, that not just the like make you want to throw up in your own head? Like, if I'm Ezra and I have to say that, I'm oh like, oh my god, Ugh. I know. Like, you're like, wow, yeah. The reason I I'm not literally teaching anymore. Quit my career so I could be with a 16 year old. I blew it. I really blew it. I worked my whole life for this. Everybody knew. That's what I went. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, like, he goes in the other area for a second. There's another and knock Maggie, on the door. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's someone, his neighbor, and Maggie and Arya have a little talk, and she's like, Maggie's like, why didn't you tell him? And Arya's like, well, I don't know, but like, you really need to. And Maggie's like, well, I need to figure it out. I'm and not Arya's ready to like do it yet. Being a bitch about it. It's like, Arya, this isn't your decision. So, like, and also, okay, this is going to sound insane and terrible, but like, Arya, if Ezra doesn't know about the kid, That's your relationship thing. is a lot easier. Yeah. I don't know why like, you. It's because Arya doesn't want to have to be the one to tell them. Arya doesn't want to have the drama. Exactly. And she's like, if Maggie tells him, then he's going to be so hurt and he's going to come running to me and he's, mm-hmm. it'll be, it'll be like this big moment. She's all about the big moments in relationships. And it's like, Hey, sometimes the healthier relationships don't have these big moments because they don't moments. need to. Yeah. True. So basically Maggie's like, well, I won't tell him about you being fucking creepy if you don't tell him that I have his baby. So then Aria we have the song be thought of as creepy. The song of the freaking century. Oh, with your my veins and I cannot get you out. Oh, the oh, Toby song. You're I love that song. <laughs> I was like, Phoebe texted me in my veins, in all caps, and I had no, no idea. The amount of times about. I've, I've just completely sobbed to that song. Wow, I, that song really, really sad. was something for me in eighth grade. Caroline, Caroline, wow, that's really sad. (laughs) Okay, cool. I said that on purpose. Wait, we got a DM, and I just saw it. Um, so it would have been more timely when I when it was sent. But uh, one of our listeners works for Vineyard Vines, and was like, I know you guys are talking about how like Phoebe used to love Vineyard Vines, and 
So they make they like partnered with Crocs and they have vineyard vines, Crocs. He's like, I had to get them, and he sent a picture of them, and I was like, Phoebe is going to die. They're like American flat, like it's you know it would be good for the fourth. I was hey, like, Phoebe needs if you these. ever like want to hit me up with a discount, I still love <laughs> a vineyard vines tee, softest t-shirt in the world. Every day should feel this good. <laughs> you wouldn't want those uh, uh Crocs. No, I'm good without the Crocs, but. A shirt, a little slogan on it. That'd be great. Okay, cool. Well, now you know. Um, Spencer and Toby are having sex. And what I love is that to every the song. To the song that yeah. I just gave you guys a performance of. Yeah. Before Caroline changed the subject. Sorry. I Okay. I thought you were, like, correcting me right now. No. I was confused. Because um, the way you said to the, s- to the song, I was I like, I just didn't yeah. want anybody to forget Okay, um, but I love how every single time a liar has lost her virginity in this show, the other person always says, you sure? Because implied consent doesn't exist, but we love that. <laughs> you sure? And then we but it's just funny because it's exactly the same, and it's like, this is how they'll know they're about to have sex, as he's going to say. Exactly. You sure? And we continue to have to watch this for like way too long yes <laughs> and it's this montage like we keep going back to them exactly like, in but bed it's like and spencer's <laughs> like fist gripping the sheets <laughs> like it's like 3 p.m all the other liars are doing yes. like stuff like well, for the, the night ahead we're see yes exactly so we're seeing caleb takes the gun then it goes back to s- toby kissing spencer's neck then we go to like <laughs> exactly. everyone just like getting ready emily's and, like, like packing her bag it's like oh here's the no, thing nate covers emily with a blanket because emily's asleep oh, yeah, and they're yeah, at yeah. the place like but like other times that we get stuff like this in the show like a montage like this it's like all the couples are everybody's kind of doing the same stuff like when we get Mm -hmm. these montages right now it's like just toby and spencer and it's uncomfortable yes i agree so then when it's over spencer escorts him back downstairs in just a t-shirt spencer have you lost your mind like your parents are going downstairs in the hastings castle I know they've been pretty lax up to this point, I guess, but like, and Toby, I have like, a feeling they wouldn't be cool with it. She's in Toby's shirt, so Toby just has to can just wear his hoodie. That yeah. is like, and so he zips it halfway, maybe. <laughs> Hilarious. And then they say "I love you" to each other. Is this the first time they're saying "I love you"? I don't know. I like felt like it wasn't, but I think it might have been because of the like the way intensity that they say with which they said it. And then so we get a sus Toby moment because yeah. at first I wrote Toby slay me, and then I wrote Toby sus because Toby hugs Spencer, and you can see in his eyes there's a sinister tinge mm-hmm. to it. And I don't. I actually don't see it as a sinister look. I Just see guilty. a very like yeah like sad like guilty fuck like when you, it's like when you catch your dog sucks. doing something that they know that they shouldn't have been doing yes exactly and like you can tell like tail between their legs kind yeah. of thing like that's Kinda sort of like what that. we've got happening here and she keeps being like did you take this job in buckhead or whatever um bucks county bucks county did you take that job to get away from me now you have to go back so yeah he's going back to the job but he's he's trying to convince her that he loves her or whatever and fuck you toby then we get some freaking heavy metal jams <laughs> mona loves her she heavy loves metal heavy metal she does 
and she's like she's, she's like the in mom in, in Monsters University, mm-hmm. who when the, all the kids like have to go do whatever their prank or whatever, and oh she's my God, like, yes. I'm just gonna sit in the car and listen to my music, <laughs> and then she rolls up all the windows and turns it on. It's like and it's heavy metal, blaring heavy metal, screamo. Yeah, she's in the lair and she's with the other member of the A team, and she tells the other member there's been a change in plans. And then they zoom into so. the hood right before the hood turns around. We zoom away so we can't see. Ugh. And I so love they said when dream they do on. stuff like that. I love when they do stuff like that. Really? I, I hate think it's it. so iconic. I just really like, I need to know everything right away. That's so Caroline. So you. Oh my God. I just Thanks. need to know everything. That's so Caroline. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're used to knowing everything, <laughs> not knowing one thing is is really scary. Man, that's actually sucks. it's really frightening, and Can't I know relate. you don't know what that's like. Yeah, no, so I, ignorance I get is it. bliss, as they say. Yeah, well, <clears throat> you would know. <laughs> Anywho, so Emily. Okay, this is these girls. I, I'm trying to keep my cool here, but I'm bothered. Okay, and here's why, Emily. If you get a fucking call, you wake up in the dark in like a remote place. There's no one else around. We've already commented on this. This is quite quiet here. You wake up to a phone call and it's like this deep voice and they say, Emily, you have one minute. Get out. So like if okay. that happens, if I'm not, what are you going to do? If I'm not, you get that call. Out, what are you going to do? If I don't hear that and then immediately go non-responsive, like I'm out of there. Okay, but, well, yeah. but I'm more than likely, more than likely though, I heard even the start of that low voice, and I probably passed out because it's gonna harken me back to the time, the first time I stayed at the house by myself, <laughs> and Caroline forgot something with the family, and so decided it would be funny <laughs> to call me and do just that. But she <laughs> called from a <laughs> from a a number that I wouldn't <laughs> recognize, and I oh my god, I think I hid in the storage room. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. Because if you did that to me, <laughs> oh my god, I, I don't think I'd have a sister. <laughs> it would have been really, really <laughs> fucking bad for you. So. <laughs> so I'm really sorry I did that. I was probably influenced. <laughs> yeah. By our parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I Which know by who. Better or worse? George Ann. George Ann. George Ann. So Emily, Emily doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Emily pretty much stays put. She very relaxed, puts the phone. I mean, if I'm getting a phone call, I'm screaming immediately upon hearing the voice. And then I'm dead within seconds because <laughs> the person's now found me. But I'm at least like also running. Yeah. I'm not like sticking around. I'm not going to be able to control the noises that come from my body, but I will be running. Not what Emily does. No, she's like looking out the windows and she's decides she's going to go look through Nate's bag. Like why but is she that finds the priority, bitch? You're right. Why is that the priority? But what she finds in Nate's bag is important because she finds the letters that she asked him to send to Maya's mom that he didn't send. Mm. Mm. Yes. And then she sees his phone and as she's about to start going through it, Nate comes back into the cabin and he's got firewood He's like, oh, my 
family is going to be here in a few hours. Got to get the wood going. And she notices that his shoes have like yellow paint on them. It's kind of distinctive. And as he's getting the fire ready, she starts kind of like flipping through his pictures a little bit. And there's just all these pictures of Maya. And then in one picture, it's his shoes. Now, here's the deal. I don't know why that's like so significant because she knew they were cousins and she knows it's his phone. So why is she like, oh my God, that's Nate. Once she well, gets to the Well, all the pick. pictures that she's seen are from when Maya was at True North. And Emily knew mm. that Maya had a stalker. Oh, from True North. Right. Okay. And okay, he okay. hasn't said anything about being there with her. By the way, guys, um, this is a really good example of why your kid experimenting with pot <laughs> is not like grounds for sending them somewhere like True North where they're actual psychopaths like Nate, who never would have met her if uh, she hadn't been sent there. And now she's fucking dead. So anyway, <laughs> just just saying. Um, so now she's like nervous and she's going to go get some fresh air because she doesn't feel good. And Nate is like, I'll go with you. And she's like, no, no, I'm going to go. And so she goes. She goes. She doesn't make it very far, though. No. Because <sighs> Nate's right there. And Ooh. she says, OMG, Nate, you scared me. You scared me half to death. And he says, no, I didn't. But, but I, I will. will. Absolutely <laughs> not. Oh, my God. Terrifying, terrifying, terrifying. So, meanwhile, the girls are at the cemetery just, like, waiting. And Caleb is waiting in the woods. And in his car, Ace, the getaway car. Nothing car, good starts they, in the getaway car. Nothing. Oh, nothing good starts in a getaway car. Anyway, so they're waiting. It becomes kind of clear that Paige A, whoever is not coming, and Caleb calls the girls and he's like, I'm headed to some other place. He's like, I don't think Paige ever intended to meet you. Mo- uh, Hannah has an incredible line while they're waiting in the graveyard, though. She says, Mona being fashionably late, I can understand. But Paige? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fucking love Hannah. Way to keep it light and fun, Hannah. She you is Stassi. She, that's why I love she her. She just is. But I also am, Caleb, how dare you just leave the girls without telling them first? Like what the plan was. You could have waited a you should have come and told them you were going to do that. It's like one of them could have gone with you. Because now you just left all three of them there. But you're also alone. Like that wasn't smart. That wasn't wise. So he's going somewhere. And then he told the girls to go to Bayhead. Um, okay. Oh, also, this, I just, okay, this is such a fucking creepy episode. Emily's now back at the cabin. And Nate is like standing behind her with a fucking hunting knife. Like, just jamming it into the wood of the couch. Which, remember, when we found Maya's bag, we found a knife that had an LJ carved into it. Oh, my God. Oh, it. Ah. oh, my God. I forgot. And then the knife was missing from Emily's room. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so, they're watching, like, this video of, that Maya made for Emily saying, like, she's been hiding out at Noel's house and that she was going to go back to Emily. And Nate comes around and, like, puts the knife to Emily's neck. And he's like, you took her from me. And now I'm going to do to you what you did to me. And I'm going to make you watch. And And he opens the closet. Fucking page. Duct tape. Bound. Also, the symbolism. 
She's in the closet. <laughs> she spent a lot of time there. He put her right back in. <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh, terrible. She's tied the fuck up. Imagine she comes out and you, you remember the, the no hate campaign? She has the duct tape on her mouth <laughs> and then she comes out on her cheek. She just says no hate. <laughs> he put that on her cheek. <laughs> She's in, oh my God, that's, so, that's really funny. Yeah, he's going to, I guess, kill Paige in front of Emily. How fucking terrifying. If I'm Paige, I'm like, hey, this this relationship, way more trouble than it's worth on Audi. Right? Yeah, but I don't think that's Paige's Girl, vibe. Girl, this is too much. <laughs> I don't think that's Paige's vibe. No, but this is this would be a little it's a little much for me. I think I would have drawn the, the line much farther <laughs> farther much. away. Well, I would have uh, drawn the line if I were Emily. Yeah. I don't know why Paige really would have until this. A, it would have been a little, like, I would have been like, ah, I'm okay. I'm okay. <clears throat> well, I'm, like, addicted to a little bit of drama, so. <laughs> but don't put me in real danger. Hypothetical danger, sure. Real danger, no thanks. <laughs> so the girls are at Lighthouse Rockin', and em- he's means. telling Emily, well, that's where Emily is, he's telling <laughs> no. Emily that he's been planning this for months, and there's, like, nothing she could do to fix it. Yeah, because she's like, my friends know I'm here. They're coming. They're going to find you. And he's like, he's um, like, oh, duh. He's <laughs> like, oh, well, they're looking for Nate St. Germain. And he <laughs> yeah. doesn't exist. And she's like, and then Emily doesn't get it at first. She's like, what? <laughs> what, what does that mean? And he's like, uh, my name's Lyndon. <laughs> but no, she says, what's your name? And he says, Lyndon James. You didn't. That was a weird thing to do. Was <laughs> to tell her your, full, your legal name. <laughs> your Lyndon. government name. Lyndon. Lyndon James. Sorry, he says it. <laughs> he's and so proud. And he says, he's telling her because he's gonna have to like leave and he thinks that time's up because he thinks and now i'm putting the pieces together because last episode hannah said she was playing pretending she was blind and he was like what do you mean and she's like oh she's been able to see for like a long time so then nate was like oh fuck i think she saw me with maya right and I thought she was blind at that time. And um, now Maya's parents are in town for the trial. And I'm afraid that Jenna's going to, like, talk to them. So I'm leaving. And I don't care if you know my name. Like, there's literally nothing you can do. But Emily does manage to escape. And she runs to a place that has only one escape route. And leaves Paige The same there way too, you come by in. The way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Paige? We'll never know. <laughs> We'll know eventually, but like not anytime in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Just not anytime in this particular moment. Right. Moment. And um, this is where it's important that Caleb went to one lighthouse rock in and he sent the girls to the other one. So there are two. There's one at Bayhead and there's one at whatever the hell. Ah, okay. And so I we see the girls like approach the door and then that's when we hear the wrestling and that's when Lyndon or Nate runs away and then the girls mm-hmm. open the door that we think is going to be to find Paige and Emily and it's not. It's an empty cabin. Yes. Caleb then, or so I'm sorry, Lyndon then walks up into the lighthouse that Emily's in. And Emily's like trying desperately to get service. I just think this is the stupidest thing you could do. Like, why are you just cornering yourself up here? It's so dumb, but whatever. She gets like a couple bars and she's able to call 911. And as soon as she does, Nate is up there. He slams the phone out of her hand and he stomps on it. <laughs> so, like, I'm not seeing a whole lot of hope for you, Em. No, like, why did you, you come up here? I'm scared for you. <laughs> scared, scared for, for you, you Harry. 
I'm scared for him. you, Harry. M, scared for you, M. But I am. I'm scared for M. And so then she and I get in like this insane fight. Insane okay, combat. Freaking rad. And then freaking rad. <laughs> freaking radical. And then what? <laughs> and then Emily stabs Nate. Dead. She does. Stabs, stabs dead. Him. Well, you would think. Well, you yeah. hope. See, this Turns has always like, kind of confused me. I wish we like, got a little bit more of a clue of what exactly happened. It's pretty happened. obvious because I, immediately she stabs him and then she like turns around and she acts like everything's like fine and like, oh my God, Hazawi won. But like, bitch, sorry, do it again. We don't, you're just going to trust that that's going to kill him and that he's not going to have enough left in him to fight a little bit more. That's nuts. Then Caleb comes up, sees what's going on. He puts the gun down. And I'm immediately like, Caleb, that was really dumb. And then we zoom out of the lighthouse. We get a gunshot and lights out. So I think it's pretty clear what happened. I know. But like, then we find out that Nate's Nate dead. Shot and it's like, Caleb, how did he die again? Well, now he's dead. Well, like what killed him? He was probably in the process of dying. And he just was like, Poof! you know, like they do in movies. Like, I knew what happened, but I just, like, would have loved a little bit more of an action shot there. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we had to have all those moments of Taylor and Taylor, um, Spencer and Toby having sex, so. Oh, right, we had to. We had to have all that, so we actually couldn't have this. You're right, so you're, it's right like you're right, you're You can't have everything. You have to pick and choose. And, and so then. somebody else made that choice for you. It's like. <laughs> then we get that terrible scene of Hannah crying, something that I never want to uh, see. We're back where we started. Paige is safe. Paige is like, I don't know what the hell happened. He basically, Paige went to go meet A because she got the text. Yes. And before she could get to the cemetery, Nate grabbed her. Nate got her. Yes, he got her. So that's why so we know that Mona or A, big A, big <laughs> Al, skin. Big Al was, was. Wait, I love calling a big owl. Perfect. Big owl was trying to have Mona and whoever this other A is orchestrate this moment where the girls meet Paige at the cemetery and the girls think that's yes. confirmation that Paige is A, but A the plane was ruined because yes, Paige was taken. Yes, 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 yes. So there was a little interception there. The girls are now all at the hospital. Um, Caleb is getting surgery. And all of the girls get calls. Well, Pam comes down to say that and then gets called away because she's getting a, f- a call on a payphone. Oh, yeah. And she goes to answer it. And there's no one there because A was trying to get her out of the way. So A could mm-hmm. call the girls. And Big Al says in a big, deep voice. Emily, I owe you one. Woof. Why did you call all four girls? <laughs> say that. What in is case behind you? In case Spencer didn't believe. What do you mean? The pool? Uh, is someone standing right there? Yeah, that's Peter. Oh, my God. Okay. I was so nervous because it's just like shrouded in darkness. Then we have Garrett and Vivi walking in to the hospital. Where have you we guys know been? Who killed, we know who killed Maya now. It wasn't Garrett. Garrett's free to go. I hate when Veronica sits down and like completely puts a target on one of the girls back. And she sits down and she <laughs> goes, Emily thanks to you garrett's a free man it's like yeah. hey don't say it like that 
No, do not. And em- that doesn't make Emily feel good literally at all because then we get this sadistic, terrible smile from Garrett when he looks back. So have a feeling shit's not going to go well from here on out. Um, they get Maya's cell phone back. What? Oh, no, 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 no. Someone. Okay, sorry. Mona. Mona is being escorted back to Radley. And Guys. as she's walking in, she's talking. This is crazy. She's talking to the <laughs> other eye. We haven't seen them yet. And she's on the steps. She's applying red lipstick in a compact mirror. Oh this, God, is this is the Mona that I think we this is actually This is actually the scene that Mike redid. Of him, oh. like, doing the lipstick and, like, with, the, with the mirror and everything. Perfect. It's just perfect. It's just perfect. And she said, if I had known that Garrett was getting out, like, I wouldn't have gotten out this time. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have. And she says, even the best laid plans go awry. Can you imagine? Ring, ring. What's this? Paige has A's <laughs> phone in her back. Paige has Maya's phone in her back. Oh, she must be the killer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're <laughs> off book. <laughs> you're off book. Thank what you. the fuck? <laughs> Why did you think? I, I Why did you know that whole thing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I could I could pay it's you a hundred dollars to tell me details from this episode. You won't be able to do it. It's written but on my heart. You can recite that entire. Part. I mean, it must be. <laughs> it's written on my it's heart. It's written on your. It's written. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's written on your heart. And now it's written on the bottom of my foot, the sole of my foot. <laughs> ah, well, famously one of the most sensitive places to have a needle tattoo. <laughs> and I'm tickling. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop it. Ah, ah. Uh, it's okay. It's over now. I actually said just quit while you're ahead. So we. D- what's the last line again? <laughs> of her monologue she, she i don't know because it's this one isn't tattooed she, on me she says um uh can you imagine the look on those girls faces ring ring what's this maya's phone in the back in her bag <laughs> so <laughs> unfortunately she must my be the tattoo page must be the killer <laughs> oh unfortunately my tattoo en- my tattoo ends after ring ring it's like but a you thing. But you missed the best line when she goes, she must be the killer. Okay, hey, I didn't miss anything. Oh. My tattoo artist did. God. Because I couldn't <laughs> handle it, okay? Oh. I couldn't handle the pain, and my feet are so small that they couldn't fit the whole <laughs> thing. So, And the other one of on my feet, the sole of my foot, is actually taken already. Right, and then the actual last remember. line of the show, the actual punctuation mark at the end of this episode, <gasps> is that Mona walks right on into Radley, and then A turns right around, and who do we see? What to my wondering eyes does appear? But Toby, but Toby freaking Kavanaugh. <gasps> and then he puts his hood up. He looks well, it's already so up, sinister. He looks so sinister. He actually just but looks he like starts a starts scowling. He just looks like a head no floating in his hoodie. He starts running. <laughs> You're right. If we can call it a run, he's like, <gasps> what he did it's a is temple like run, ha- like temple run, <gasps> run. <gasps> Yeah, like, I mean, slowest run you could possibly imagine. Why? Why? <laughs> why, why, why? And, and Toby, that's not the only thing I'm wondering why about. Why? Why? <laughs> Tell them that it's human nature. It's not, though. Toby, right. this isn't human nature. To be absolutely diabolical. Anywho, we then get 
our A scene. Would you like to take it away? The Should layer. The layer. What, what was the A scene? I'll do it. Um, we are pulling down a poster for the oh, right. Halloween ghost train party, and A is purchasing two a tickets. Two tickets? Two tickets. I, mean, two tickets. I don't remember. It's so important. <laughs> Who is though. A's date going to be? Spencer? Spencer Hastings. Oh my God. But guys, this <sighs> next episode, what a summer finale. So slay. I'm stressed for next week. And then the murder mystery train. I can't believe we've made it here. Mr. Adam Lambert makes a cameo. Oh my God. And oh my God. And Aria have some of the most uncomfortable dialogue. In <laughs> Should the world. we dress up <laughs> for that? Should we dress up? It may be. You have to dress up like. Well, you can choose who from the Halloween. You can choose who you want to dress up as, I guess. Um, you're gonna die when you see Paige's costume I'll tell you that much I have no doubt I have absolutely no doubt alright I'm gonna read the synopsis for next week we got through that record time I'm sure we forgot something so episode 13 313 that was my dorm room my freshman year oh did I I think I maybe said multiple times this was the 13th episode no, that we just did so did. if i said that i was wrong this next one is it's called this is a dark ride and it says aria emily hannah and spencer are looking forward to some good halloween fun now that the traumatic events with nate are behind them but once aboard the rosewood ghost train the girls are in for much more than just some tricks or treats you're right i could have told you that when i heard rosewood ghost train there are a little too many ghosts in rosewood that I'm not trying to go on the ghost train. Right. Maya's back. I believe it a little bit too much. Maya's back. Imagine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Emily Bennett. Is it you? Wait. What if we just, like, turn on the episode next week and it's actually just the Polar Express? That, that would be insane. Which is kind Wait, of a scary movie. Not as insane. Not as insane. We've talked about that. Not as insane as Taylor sending uh, vinyl copies of Speak Now, but it isn't Speak Now. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. This girl received a copy of Speak Now, and it's like somebody doing spoken word poetry. Is it Taylor? No. Weird. Really strange. It's very weird. It's very, and apparently it's happened to a few people. Whoa. It's probably it's a recording weird. plant situation, but guys, I did order the cardigan. I know you did. I didn't. <coughs> I probably shouldn't have. But probably shouldn't have spent that money, but. But you did, and you'll never get it back. You're right, and it and is, uh, and it won't even ship until November. It so. is like a unique color. It's kind of cool. Yeah, have, it's cute. It's cute. No, it is totally. I just I was thinking about it, and then I was like, and I think that I I'll already pre-ordered a Taylor thing. I don't want to pre-order another one. I'll probably order a reputation if they make a reputation one. Imagine it being black with gold stars. Oh my god, I would love that. Gonna have to okay, get that, that one too. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Are you gonna have all of them? No, because I don't have the book or, or the Evermore. Okay. Nice. Thanks. Anyway. Guys, we did it. Yeah. Phoebe had a headache. Despite all odds, we did it. Um, I feel like I've been a recording freaking machine this past week. Nice. I'm about to be an editing machine. Yes, you are about to be an editing machine. Guys, if you have not joined the Patreon and you would like to, it would mean so much to us. There is lots and lots and lots of fun content. If you join, um, you get added to our close friends list, all that good stuff. And as always, please remember, 
that your ratings and reviews really, really help us. So please rate, review, subscribe, follow us on social media. Let us know how you like the episodes. We love you so, 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 so much. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next week. And splat. Oh, I did make Steven do that. I made him say and splat. Guys, wait till you hear the tea about the Titanic. Ah, can't wait to chat. Okay, bye.